Hello, Friday Night listeners. My name is Vivek Maragula, and this is Real Talk, where we're always rolling. Everybody, welcome to our fourth episode of Real Talk, Tollywood Titans, a study of RR and cultural divides. I'm joined by returning guests, Will. You mean returning guests? Boo. No, that was a banger. A banger -er -er. And Nathan. What is up? And then I'm also joined by my good friend, Alex. Hello. All right, so... Uh, you know, let's just let's just jump right into it. I think we've had enough enough episodes for this where the jank should be gone. It's still there, but you know, it is what it is. So uh, let's just let's just start off with a pretty easy one. What did y'all think of RR? So good. It, one of the best movies I've seen in 2022. I I really <laughs> think that was. I it's been a week a week and a half since we've seen it again. I'm still thinking I might put it in my top 10 movies of all time. Like, all jokes aside, that movie is amazing. Uh, it was really interesting mm-hmm. and exciting. And I didn't, like, fall asleep, even though it was three hours long. So, like, it kept me interested do, the whole time. Do you usually fall asleep to, like, three-hour movies? No, but, like, I, I recently watched the new Black Panther with my dad. That's, right. like... Two hours forty minutes, something. I that's think that's a long movie. I dude. was I was falling asleep during that. Like I was like I was stretching out and laying yeah, down, yeah. and like that did not keep me hooked. Like it was still it, that was also a pretty good movie. But. Right. Yeah. Did um, well at least the theater we went to go see it because we went to go see it in Central Cinemas in Knoxville. So thank you so much, Central Cinemas, for re-releasing that. But uh, the fact that it had a ten-minute intermission was did that help y'all at all? Or? Yes, I needed snacks. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the bathroom break was also nice. It was. Um, because the the first time we watched the movie, right, it was, was on... back in September, and that was in Nathan and Vivek's room, mm-hmm. in the cinema. Yeah. Do um, y'all want to tell the the background of how we got introduced to this? Because it is a little bit complicated. Okay, I can I can I can sort of explain it really quickly. Uh, so essentially, Nathan wanted a, a TV in his room, so his mom found a really good. Thank you, Mrs. Byrne. I think yes. <laughs> I really. Good. I, I don't think that's the story Nathan meant. I I, I know, but I'll, 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 all all the way all, back. all of it. But, going all the way. But I, I no, because there's a reason we call it the cinema. It's because it's like a 70 inch TV, right? It's it's a yeah. very nice. Yeah. It's very a very big nice TV. TV that I can't use my the top of my dresser anymore for. But uh, so we got that TV, mm-hmm. and then we had the wheel, which was essentially it was it was just a basic wheel. We put movies in so we could do a movie night. I put an RR. None of y'all wanted to watch. This None is, of us. This wanted was to the watch ver- it. this was the very first wheel too. Yeah. This was so we had just met each other like two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and we're like, we want to watch a movie, but we can't all decide on something. So we put everyone put one movie into a wheel. We spun the wheel, and it lands on RRR, and you could just feel everyone in the room like, oh, this is the one I didn't want. Yeah. We we knew it was three hours. It was like, oh my. Because it was gosh. it was late at night. It was, it was like it was 10 late PM. at night. But I also was like, all right, it landed on it. And I'm just happy everyone was willing to go with it because it was one of the best like like I I, I knew the movie was good, but I had to convince y'all 
you can go see the movie on Netflix if you so choose to. It is dubbed in Hindi on Netflix. Its original language is Telugu, and that's not really available on any North American streaming service. So that that kind of bothers me. So that was another reason we went to go see it in theaters, uh, because it was it was the original language. Yeah. So the uh, the first time we watched it, we watched the first half in Portuguese. It was like it was, it was, it was the first what, like twenty was minutes. It? it was like the first yeah. twenty minutes we were in Brazilian Portuguese. Then we watched it in Hindi, and so the main the main actors do dub themselves in Hindi. So it's not like sort of I guess like anime where it's like two different sets of people. Like it's still the same people. It's just. You know, it's it, it's it doesn't it still feels off, but um yeah I think let's get into the like the the actual movie itself. So RR is essentially historical fiction. It revolves around nineteen twenties to nineteen thirties India, and it uh its two main characters are Ram and Beam, who were real life historical freedom fighters from the Telangana region, the Andhra Pradesh region, where is is where I'm from, and so in real life they they never met. They, they they fought the British on like their own terms, but these two never met. And so the director, S.S. Rajamoli, he essentially, this movie is, okay, what if these two met, we add some Tollywood flair, what would happen? And so with that being said, how did y'all feel, I guess, like the, did you think that this movie really benefited from the fact it was in 1920s India? Or do you think this could have been something in like 2016 or whatever? No. Nah. Like, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 no. You go. Um, no, I think I think it was cool to have like the twenties effect. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this is kind of a American comparison, but it's like almost like Indiana Jones, where right? Right. The, the flashback uh-huh. in a time it, it kind of it helps it out a little bit. It's like a unique perspective, right? Especially with it being in India, it's like a different time when it was ruled by Britain, and everything, right? And um, it's one of the, one of the things I was thinking about too was, um, when you asked, uh. When we were first trying to watch the movie, right, you were trying to convince us to do it after the wheel. Uh-huh. <laughs> Part of the reason why we were very hesitant, we were all like asking, "He's like, what is this about?" Before we started, it was like, "What is this about? <laughs> uh-huh. Like, what what do you have to look forward to?" And all you said was like, "It's an Indian movie." Yeah, because that's, that's, that's we were like, "What genre is it?" He's like, "No, it's it's an Indian movie." Yeah, because that's, that's that is the genre. That is kind of how they they explain it, but. The, the two main characters, Ram and Beam, um, you know, this this was a big thing on Indian Twitter. It's the, the fan wars. Um, do we prefer Ram or do we prefer Beam in, in the studio? I'm a Beam for life kind of guy. I think I think I like Ram. He's Ram was cool. I, I like Ram. I'm, I'm a Ram guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna tip the scale in Beam's favor because I think Thank you. I I do. <laughs> I love both of them. I think also I think I have the connection of watching these two actors grow up because I watched them growing up and so I've watched their movies since like 2010 but you know I I don't think there's ever at least for me there's never been a better villain setup than seeing an Indian dude in a British police outfit fight other Indians that was the easiest way you could set up a villain in my opinion and so the first time we watched this movie no one remembered their names so we called them Goku and Rambo <laughs> And it was cool. And it was cool, but it was also kind of annoying because whenever I tried to say Rom or Beam, we had to explain who was who. But I remember them now. Yeah, I made because, a point because we we yes. remember them now. But sort of, how do you think? I I guess like how do you think you would really compare these two to I guess like American action heroes? Because I think Rom and Beam, you can kind of compare them to like as we said like Rambo and Goku and those just like eighties sort of like 
ultra muscle heroes, but I don't. I think they have more of an emotional debt or like emotional depth that a lot of like action heroes. And I want to say like, like I I don't want to praise this movie too much, but I think like sort of if you compare these to like the Marvel heroes, I think these guys have like a bit more emotion or on the same level yeah. of emotion as like someone like Captain America or something like that. Yeah, I mean. Well, I like it. I thought it was cool. Was mm-hmm. each one of them had their own independent motives right. at the beginning? Uh-huh. Like at the very beginning of the movie, they're two completely opposite sides of India. Like one of them's in the middle of the jungle, lost like a member of their tribe, and he's trying to get her back. Um, the other one's a British, like like you're talking about. Rom was uh, in the British army, and you don't know until about halfway through the movie, past the intermission, why mm-hmm. he's part of the British army. So you're you're a little confused. Like, we get all of the screen time of this guy who's in, like, an Indian guy, but he's working for the British Army. It's a little bit confusing because if you have a little bit of historical background, it's, right. like, the British were very oppressive and everything. So um, I just thought it was cool how he had the two different stories, the two different backgrounds, mm-hmm. and then they have this one meeting point when the boy is on the boat and he's like surrounded by fire and they have to rescue him right uh, that scene was so good it was it's yeah. a it's very cool all they have to do is look at each other do a few hand signals all and right. then boom he's safe but um yeah and then after that there's the whole friendship scene mm-hmm. with uh all, all that stuff so it's cool how they started apart and then they came together and they had different motives but they had no idea that their motives were like exactly what they were because rom was uh, I forgot to mention this, but Rom was looking for Beam because he's a member of the British and he's trying to work his way up. Right. So uh, Beam was known as trying to, as like a rogue jungle guy, and the British were trying to catch him at all costs. So Rom the whole time is looking for Beam and Beam doesn't know it, and then Beam's looking for the girl that is a member of his tribe and he doesn't know that either. Mm-hmm. So it's just a cool dynamic. It's it's a really nice dynamic. Anything from Will or Alex? I really liked the friendship montage because it it was yeah. just happy. It's it, the, the song goes hard. Yes, song, I, I we, we we need to add. I did call this movie a musical, and that turned everybody off. Yes, but this this this, <laughs> this movie. I'm an anti musical kind of guy. This is a musical. Like I think this is a musical. I don't I don't think I'm. I wouldn't. Okay, so like. Modern musicals, I might, yeah. I might just be because I'm, I'm dating a theater person, uh. but like, I'm sorry. No, no, you're um, good. Musical. <laughs> actually, I used to, actually, I used to, I used to uh, do no theater, because so. musicals are like, no, yeah, like I, they tell the story through the song, right? Like yeah, those uh, are a full like musical is only singing. a song only Almost like every five minutes. Like you get five minutes of dialogue and then you got another ten minutes song coming up. This right. movie was. Like an hour of dialogue and then a five minute song. Yeah, it's closer to like a Disney movie almost. Yes, that's a better like, way to put it. Okay. It's just like a, a normal movie and then they just burst out and singing and then yeah. it, it works. Yeah, kind of like, like Hercules. Like yes, yes, Hercules yes. Is. This is, um, there's that old musical theater adage where it's essentially like you, you talk until you sing and then you sing until you have to dance. And that's how musicals work. And I think that's how this movie worked. And so you want to know something Maybe. Do you want to know what's what's even cooler than musicals and Indian movies? Oh. What, what's cooler? I have no idea. You have you have absolutely no clue what's cooler than Indian movies or musicals. I mean, I could PSA breaks. So <laughs> we're gonna come back from this PSA break, and when we do, we we will be talking about. 
the three greatest minutes in all of cinematic history, in my opinion. We'll be talking about Natsu Natsu and its amazing dance right here only on Real Talk. Alright everybody, welcome back to episode 4 of Real Talk. Here we are joined by Will, Nathan, and Alex, where we will be talking about Natsu Natsu, the best three minutes of cinematic history in my opinion, how good the song is, and the fact that it won an Oscar. This movie and this song are the only two Oscars ever to be given to an Indian movie. This beat Rihanna and Lady Gaga, and you can hear about that only here on Real Talk. Alright, so I kind of just want to, I kind of just like set up the song, I guess, like movie wise. So essentially, there's this, there's this character called Jenny, who is, I guess, she's like related to the main villain who's Governor Scott. And so Jenny is a British woman. She, she shows up and they try to introduce a romance with her and Beam, who I'm not really a fan of, but. It was funny though. But that, yeah, that's the, that's the conversation we'll have later in the episode. Oh, I'm sorry. But no, no. (laughs) (laughs) no it's it's good uh but (laughs) essentially she invites him to a party rom rom figures out that okay he needs to go to a party and essentially beam gets like verbally assaulted by this one dude because he doesn't know like flamenco or whatever which was very weird that was like i understand what the director was going for but it was like oh you don't know how to tap dance or whatever and and so essentially they burst out into what's called the Natsu Natsu, which sort of, it literally translates to rural, but I guess it's so sort of like metaphorically it's supposed to translate into like homegrown or like ours, or it's, it's essentially a word that means like this is ours, not anybody else's. So uh, what did y'all think about like the song itself? What was y'all's opinions on it? It's a really catchy song. That was what hooked us the first time we watched the movie. I'm not, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. No, no, you're good. Um, yeah, I kind of agree with Will. Like the first time, like Vivek was like, "This song is really, really good," and we were all we were all sitting there trying to still process what was going on because, like I said, this is the first time we would all watch an Indian movie and right. we're all kind of yeah. like, "What is going on?" <laughs> and then, um, there's just a bunch of British people and Indian people start brand- dancing out in the song. Mm-hmm. It's like a competition. I was like, "This is cool." Right. It's just a cool, groovy song. Yeah. Alex, yeah. this was your first time seeing the movie, so what was your reaction? Uh, well, so I heard whispers from <laughs> from the audience of, like, excitement before right. it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was not really prepared. Right. Um, it was it was just very upbeat. Uh-huh. It almost seemed, like, out of nowhere. Right, right. But it was really good, and the chore- choreography's really good, too. Mm-hmm. I think... I, I think I... I like, I, I kind of said this a little bit, but I am also a theater kid. So, like, this is this song is so good. Like, it's just so good. And also, this was nominated for an Oscar, and it won. Do you, do you think it, it deserves that? Like, I, I think it deserved it. But... As someone that hasn't seen Top Gun mm-hmm. um, and has no knowledge of the Top Gun song. Right. I did see Black Panther. Yeah, okay. The song in Black Panther was not memorable. 
It's I think I I haven't heard it since we saw the movie. Compared to Kendrick on the first one, exactly. Yeah. Kendrick yeah. in the first soundtrack was way better. It did it did sound like Rihanna was phoning it in, which it, it is a good song, and I, I don't like I think it's a good song. I'm not dunking on it. Yeah, I'm but just saying. I just think in the context of the film, it's not. Oh no, no, not. yeah. And so India number one, baby. Let's go. I think there are some years maybe where it doesn't win. Yeah. But I think this year it definitely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah this was. It they, was it like had it made sense in context. Right. Yeah, they were absolutely. beating um, British Josh Giddy in a fight. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was so funny. Like he just shows up and halfway through the song, he gets up and he starts dancing and Rom he knows how to do it also. Yeah. 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 It's, it's not a very hard dance. Well. It, it is a very hard dance to do on screen, but because it took them four months to memorize it, and they, they filmed it at the president's palace in Ukraine. So um, it, that's, that was a big thing. They had, like, a, a location scout. It happened right before the war started. So, yeah, they left, and it was, like, a week later. <laughs> the, the stuff happened. So the RR team put a tweet out and said, you know, our, our wishes to the president of Ukraine. Thank you for letting us film this. And so that was that. Was that but... You know, I I think Alex touched on this. The choreography is so good; it's so fast yeah. that, like, uh, we so we tried to do it afterwards, and so uh, one person hit the the gritty, another person pr- pulled their ankle, um, like so. I'm I'm talking about like a, a group of friends back home. Oh, yeah, but yeah, don't rope me into this. <laughs> yeah, but um. This so a, a clip of this um the, specifically the clip where they were dancing with their suspenders that was released on TikTok about a month before the song came out and that sort of boosted this like this song and this movie's popularity so like like on all the posters on all like the the TikTok edits on like everything about this movie about RR like the one thing everyone always talks about RR is not to not to so. So in terms of scene wise, I don't think this is the best scene in the movie. I do think there are better scenes, but would y'all agree that this is the most like iconic scene of the movie? Yes, pretty. I don't know. Ugh. It might be close to the fire and water scene. Okay. Or the, um, the ending scene. The ending is scene cool. is so cool. Uh, I I might go with the ending scene. The the forest. The forest. The forest. Yeah, the forest was really cool. The he, forest. He does pick up a motorcycle. He does. He and throw it. Yes. Yeah. He 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 kick flips like a, he doesn't kick flip it. He like kicks it and it spins and he grabs it, and so that was that that, that became a meme in India too. That wasn't you know, uh. But speaking of like iconic scenes, let's talk about I I let's talk about the characters' introductions. So the so the way this film starts, the first two minutes is a child gets kidnapped. And, you know, we, we see this, like, village woman, like, begging for her kid to come back. And, like, um, Governor Scott, the main villain, has this whole speech about how, like, a bullet isn't, like, worth it to spend on, like, an Indian's life. So the, he's – I think that was a really good villain setup. Like, in terms of, like, like just showing how, like, ruthless this guy is, I think that was an amazing piece of writing. We did talk about this on the way home where it's, like, some of the British characters, because it's English written by an Indian guy – some of the English can be, like, a bit off, but I think his English is mostly, like, his script is mostly good. His dialogue is mostly good. And then, so, Rom's introduction is him being told to grab one man in, like, a crowd of, like, a low estimate, like, 10,000. 
And so I think that that was really the scene that got everyone hooked. That was what hooked yeah. me. That was yes. when I was like, oh, okay, shoot, this is a good movie. Yeah. This is cool. What was what was your thoughts on on uh, that? Oh, it was. I I was just like, so, so it was confusing at first <laughs> because I was just he's just like going out there. Right. He just kept going and kept. I was like, okay, I guess he's just. This is just him. He's just he's gonna get the job done no right. matter what. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you? Do you think that could happen in like a Hollywood movie? Of just like uh, one dude jumping in a crowd and just like grabbing a guy. Not in the same way. Have you watched The Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I, okay, I have, but you also. And have the to... one, what's his name scene? Uh, are you talking about John Walker? Yes. Okay. But the, you also. That's have... the first thing that came to yes. mind. Yes. But you also have to remember. Rom is not a superhero. Well, he yeah. he, he is a superhero, but he's not a superhero in the context of not RR. like super serum. Yeah, right. yeah. And and I was talking about that. It's like in this movie, Beam can lift a motorcycle just like easily. In Captain America, they have to go do this whole science experiment, and then like, oh, he can lift up a car, but it kind of strains his body. Indian movies sort of don't have that. Like when when you go into an Indian movie, you sort of just expect the hero to be able to do like stuff like that. So that's not why I was like for for y'all it was probably like a big surprise, but for me it's like he does this every movie. So it wasn't that big of a deal. But let's talk about Beam's introduction. So he's introduced in this really cool shot where like you see him in the water and then the camera turns upside down to where he's like standing and pouring blood over himself, mm-hmm. which I think was a really cool introduction shot. And then he he tries to get a wolf to chase him because you know spoilers for it's a spoiler for the rest of the movie i'll talk about that scene later but he's he's, they're collecting animals essentially so he's trying to get a wolf and he starts getting chased by a tiger so what was y'all's uh reaction to like beam's introduction and like comparing it to the guy who beat like ten thousand dudes like right before i don't know for me Mm -hmm. like when i saw beam's introduction Mm -hmm. That's when I was kind of like, oh, shoot, this movie's, like, off the rails. Like, no, 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 no I wouldn't say off yeah. the rails in a right. bad way. No, 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 no I guess you. It's just, like, yeah. it's crazy. Like, this guy does something that not normal people would do. Like, there's the one scene where he's, like, single-handedly holding down the tiger. Right. And, like, the tiger roars in his face, and he goes, ah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, then, and then there's the whole, uh, when he's, the tiger's in the net, and then he's, like, holding the tiger yeah. right. up in yeah. the air. Um, I don't know. For me, at least, I think it's more reasonable to fight a bunch of guys mm-hmm. than just to have this like giant tiger chasing you, and then be able to face it one on one. Right. That scene was why we called him Rambo. Yes, that scene was why. <laughs> just to put that in context. <laughs> yeah, it's it's this you know it's a dude drenched in blood trying to to get a tiger to calm down. Yeah, it's it's like an it's an interesting contrast to um. Because Ram kind of it's like all the people versus him, mm-hmm. um, and they're it's it's almost more like they're scared of him, um, and he it sort of shows him as like it, it establishes him as like um, not the not the villain but like it establishes him as a force against um, uh, the uh, Indian uh, re- revolting people. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, with Beam and the Tiger, it's like a one-on-one and it's like him standing up and being brave it's sort of like a different i don't know it's just a different feel right but it's, it's also just both but showing how like powerful they are at the same time right right um what did y'all think of that 
because it's like a very small scene. It's like after Rom doesn't get special officer, which doesn't exist. It's not a real rank, but he doesn't get special officer and sort of, I think, I, I'm pretty sure this was an homage to the first Avengers. He starts punching a punching bag. And so in the Avengers, Captain America does that and he punches the bag so hard it like flies off the hook. But Rom punches it so hard, it's like a bullet hole. Like the sand yeah. just like pops off like on the other side. It's kind of like in Naruto. It's like in um, Naruto. When he throws the Rasengan into the into the water tank and and Sasuke laughs at him because there's no hole in the front, but actually there's a massive hole in the back. So Right, right. But also that doesn't how does that work? I don't even understand. Well such he, a powerful punch it create yeah. it like forces the air through. Yeah, I think I, I think that was just like, everything in this movie is like eleven. Like yeah. the the music, um, the the characters, you know, ev- everything's eleven. But let's. Uh, I think Nathan touched upon this. The the scene where Ram and Beam meet. So, you know, the the kids trapped, um, like the kids trapped in like the river, and so they have to go grab him, and they just do like hand signs. One's on a motorcycle. One's on a horse. They they jump across the bridge like both both ways and they just like meet in the middle what was y'all's reactions to that oh and don't forget the flag yeah right. he wraps the flag around himself yes. to protect him from the fire that's that that's also a 1920s revolutionary flag so that was the indian flag before it became the indian flag that's kind of cool essentially so um but you want to know what also is pretty cool nathan oh my gosh I psa no breaks so We're going to go into our second PSA break of the show, and then after that, we will continue our discussion of Ramen Beam's introduction, as well as the amazing forest fight that happens near the end of the movie, only here on Real Talk. All right, everybody, welcome back to episode four of Real Talk. I don't know why my bumper went out, but I'm joined here with my friends Will, Nathan, and Alex to talk about RRR. And so we will be finishing up our discussion of the meeting scene of Beam and Rom, and then we will be getting into the amazing forest fight at the end of the movie. And you can only find those conversations right here on Real Talk. So uh, you ready, guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's just continue where we left off. So uh, these two guys jump off a bridge in opposite directions, and they go to catch a kid. Uh, One of them grabs a flag. And so they essentially just crisscross. But we need to talk about the fact that they just understood each other. They they didn't talk. They didn't meet beforehand. Uh, Beam sees the kid in the water, and Rom's on top of the bridge. They look at each other. They do a couple of hand signs. And then it's just like, all right, let's go save somebody. So, yeah. So the first time we watched that, mm-hmm. all of us watching were like, Vivek, what? Like, what? Are we supposed to know how they understood? Like, what? Do we know what that means? You're like, just watch, just watch. We're like, no, I want to know what that means. And then they, and then they yeah. did the thing. But right, yeah. we were confused. <laughs> I think that was. I it's it is just dramatic effect. I think you really just need to trust. Yeah. The, the, you need to trust the director. Yeah. In in situations like that, it's kind of like I almost think of that as like a choreographed dance. Mm-hmm. It's like in real life, there's no way that 
you know, everyone no, would no. know how to dance at the same time. Right. It's kind of the same thing. There's there's no way that they would understand each other without saying anything. But you just you just ignore that. It's cool. It's it's, all, it's cinema. It's just yeah. suspension of disbelief. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you would, did you have a high enough suspension of disbelief to where you were like, okay, yeah, this is cool, or were you like, no, this doesn't make any sense? It took me a little bit, uh-huh. but I suspended that disbelief. I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah. I think Once they were through, off the bridge. You get through enough scenes in the movie that at a certain point you start to be okay with it. Yeah. I think there's enough buildup mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, I can understand them doing this. From what they've done before. Mm-hmm. They could do it more. Like, yeah, right. It's almost like a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Like for a little while, you see this uh, scrawny teenage guy, and right. then he gets super serum, and then he does all this cool stuff. It's like, there's no way that could happen. And then after a while, you're just like, you know what? Shut up. It, it, yeah. It's cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think just go I, along with it. I think I think that's the mentality you need to watch a lot of Indian movies. Is it's just shut up. This is cool. So speaking of shutting up, this is very cool. The <laughs> forest. The the forest fight. Yeah. Yeah, the force. Uh-huh. Dang, we skipped a lot of the story. I didn't know where you we're, were going gonna, with we're that. We're going to No, no, no. We're going to 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 loop loop back around to talk about the songs and the the rom- the romance. Wait, wait, what about the The fir- fire and water scene. The fire yeah, what about the first fight? Like when at the mansion? You know what I mean? Cuz there's one fight where they're against okay. each other. So there's a, so there's like a what's called the pre-climax fight and then there's the climax fight. So I guess we can talk about the pre-intermission fight. So uh, like I was saying, in Beam's introduction, he was collecting animals. And the reason he was collecting animals is because he has his friends help him steal a truck so he can break into the royal palace. And he jumps out of a truck holding two torches and just crates full of animals. At which point he essentially ambushes this royal party and so he can save... Uh, the little girl he's going after, and it is probably the best looking shot in this movie. He it is. It was a really good shot. I agree. He is yeah. jumping out next to like a tiger and a leopard, and I, I will admit the CGI on some of the animals were kind of iffy. Um, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? It yeah, was cool. Yeah, but you know, it's also like who cares? It was cool. There, and I, I sort of not like they're gonna. You can't do practical for that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when. <laughs> I, I kind of turned the well the first time we watched this movie so there's a disclaimer because obviously like, animals aren't harmed and so in in, in in normal in normal movies it's like okay disclaimers like the horses or you know the dogs weren't har- harmed and this one it's like okay disclaimer the wolves the bears the eagles the snakes the tigers and the leopards weren't it's oh, like a 17 animal list there <laughs> were a lot of animals on that yes. list this is all the animals yeah and so and so the first time we watched this uh will turned to me and he's like Dude, what happens in this movie? And I, and I was like, dude, you had no idea. But no, uh, Rom, and, and I want to say, Rom had been poisoned like five minutes prior to this scene. He had been bitten by a snake, which apparently had no antidote for the venom. But he <laughs> he shows up, and they just they just fight. Like there's they 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 try to fight over a key. Rom hits Beam to where he like loses the key down a sewer drain, and then it's just straight up boxing from there. There's no dialogue really it's the anakin versus obi-wan of this movie it's the anakin because the 20 sorry the 20 minutes before this was the friendship montage (laughs) that i talked so it's like the the first two star wars movies where they're building up their friendship and then they fight and it's the saddest thing ever right and that's this is the midpoint of the movie yeah we we turn about it's like what is going on like this is this is only halfway in the movie I, i i remember a lot of people were saying like that's how the movie ends and i was like no that's that's the midpoint and so on Netflix, they cut out 
where it says interval and it just continues. But for the theaters, this is where the giant interval pops up. So, you know, obviously audiences in the theaters know this is not the ending, but the movie had already been going on for like two hours by this point. So everyone's ready to go to bed. Then this happens and we're like, okay, no, we're finishing this. But do you do you think that scene could have been done any better? No. Like, that was perfect. No, like the the whole fire versus water. Yes, yeah, that was from, my, that was yeah. a cool shot. Like yes. Beam yes. Pips, picks up a hose and all these things fire, and then Rom's got like fireworks all around him. Right, and then and just go like head first at each other. Right. I also I also love their outfits. Beam sort of in this like traditional, um, traditional garb and has like a lot of blues and whites, mm-hmm. like colors you kind of like associate with water a bit. And then like so, and then Rom has a lot of like browns and reds. Yeah. And so the, like you I like you have like red associated with fire. And then I also kind of associate brown with fire just cuz of like wood and stuff. So yeah. so I think, you know, I Kindling. Yeah. Yeah, so it was it was such a it was such a cool scene and the way it ended too. So there's so beam is essentially hanging on to like a lucky thread. It's called the it's called the it's like just like it's a thread that Hindus wear, which is essentially just like good luck. It's sort of like like a cross necklace or whatever, and so he he gives that to Ram, like earlier, and he's like, you know, if you if you have this, you'll have good luck. And so I think that was really nice foreshadowing for Ram being able to use that same thread he got from his friend to like hold him captive. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, you know, I just this this entire fight is amazing. You can watch it on Netflix. I would recommend watching the whole movie before this. I think. This fight really only has emotional weight if you've watched like the previous two hour build up to it. Like I think it's a cool fight on its own, but if you wanted to show someone RR, like this is not the scene I want you to like see. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got you got to get the build up. To you got to get the and it's also like is we were talking about. It's like a little bit confusing. It's like, um, like what why why do we like both of these guys? Like why is this such a high stakes moment? Mm-hmm. Like it, a few of those questions are let's be answered. It's like this guy's an Indian. Why is he fighting so hard to capture this other guy who mm-hmm. he is friends with? And there's there's this whole there's another montage you're talking about where he punched a hole in the bag. Yeah, I think this is the part where after he recovers from his poison, Rom does. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has the like the crisis of do I do I keep going with the British mm-hmm. or do I do what I need to do and actually like fight Beam like my friend. Um, and he like punches the wall. Mm-hmm. And it's like where, where, get, where his knuckles get all bloody and everything. Yeah. And he's like torn apart by this. Mm-hmm. So, right. Um, so it's it is a, you know, I I I just I just think this movie's so good. <laughs> I I I gush about movies a lot, but I I just love this movie. But I think let's let's talk about the ending fight. So at the ending fight, compared to the first fight. Um, Rom has ditched his his police garb, and he's he's dressed up as sort of the traditional Indian like mythological hero Lord Rom. And there's there's so much backstory for that. But essentially, what you need to know about Lord Rom is essentially his whole deal is that he will do anything to like protect the people he loves. And he's also a reincarnation of one of the Indian gods. So it's sort of Rom accepting his full like Indian heritage. And then you have Beam and again his like traditional garb. So, how how would y'all compare the fight of them two fighting each other to the fight of them like combining and working together? I really like the combined fight yeah. where they're on each other's shoulders, they're playing off each other. It's right. a really cool, really cool look. Right. 
and then, and then like when they when they get to the when they get to the forest, I think that's when like the movie like I I do think the forest fight did drag slightly, but I don't think it was ever like too long. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it, it was understandable. Right, it's like the the final push against the British. Mm-hmm. Go get the British. <laughs> yeah, and it and it's also like the climax, so it can take its time a little bit if it wants to, because it's you're already almost at the end. Right. So I do I do think the um the whole plan with Beam trying to get hanged and then like um or hung or whatever uh and Rom sort of setting up that track that trap for like the governor I do think that scene was kind of a bit long and a bit unnecessary like I understand from a story perspective why yeah but well and it just like falls apart so quickly i feel like right i mean it kind of needs to but like there's there is yeah there's like a lot of setup and then almost immediately the governor's like or the general's like suspicious and mm-hmm. then he just like shoots him right <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah they, they it they, like falls apart so fast for how much build up there yeah. was it's kind of funny it is kind of funny and then also like physics in this movie doesn't exist but we knew that yeah but but you know, even even for my, you know, oh, be quiet. This is cool. Uh, he shoots the car's back tire, and they it fly to the forward. right. Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> about that. Yeah, like, like no, I even like like everyone was cool with everything, and then we watched that scene, and we were like, okay, that doesn't make any sense. You made that up. So I think that scene was was kind of unnecessary, but I, you know, the final the final fight with. Them dressed up as you know traditional Indian heroes and you know fighting the British and them just like tossing a motorcycle on fire into the very clearly marked TNT room was certainly a way to beat the bad guys and then <laughs> the whole mansion was like filled with yeah TNT was, also yeah it was it's weird it was cool but it was, it was very was... cool but there's there's a shot in this I love where. Uh, Rom teaches Beam how to shoot, and he shoots like the governor through the heart, and sort mm-hmm. of you see this sort of like broken, like pile of rubble, and on it it's like the crown, and it says like the sun never sets on the British Empire, and then just like blood splatters all over it. Yeah. And it's like that's such a cool. That's a cool shot. shot. That's well, such and, a cool shot. And him teaching Beam is like a double callback, right? Because it's like, um, well, I guess it's a just a single callback. Mm-hmm. Up to the flashback of him learning how to load, aim, shoot. Load, <laughs> aim, <laughs> shoot. They've, they've been reciting that for like the past it week. It goes hard. It's it goes, so cool. It's, it's, it goes hard, but do you want to know what else goes pretty hard? Oh. These PSA breaks. So <laughs> I'll, I'm about to get into our third and final PSA break for the night. And after which we will talk about Rom's backstory. And then we'll talk about probably my favorite aspect of the movie, the amazing original score as well as the musical segments. And you can only find that conversation right here on Real Talk. All right, everybody, welcome back to our final segment on episode four of Real Talk. I'm joined here by my friends Will, Nathan, and Alex, 
where we will be talking about Rom's backstory as well as the amazing amazing soundtrack and musical segments and we'll delve into a bit of the romance of this movie but you can only find those conversations right here on Real Talk. Alright so uh, let's just jump into Rom's backstory. So this was sort of like an, an extended flashback. It also featured an extended cameo by Rom's father, um, his actor, his name is is Ajay Devan, and he's sort of like a big North Indian actor, and RRR is sort of like a really big production in South India, so it was nice uh, seeing him in sort of this movie, but uh, what did you, what did y'all think of Rom's backstory? I thought it really put the movie all together. Mm-hmm. Like, the first half is all about Beam, like, you don't really need much of a bas- backstory for Beam, it's like, um... He's going to save the girl. Yeah, it's it's like the uh the one sheep goes astray and you gotta go rescue the sheep. That's right. all, all on its own, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Um, the and the whole time in the first, like I was talking about the the climax of mm-hmm. the first half, you're like, why why are they fighting each other? Why is this guy so devoted to the British when he's you know, he he seems very determined to move up in the British ranks. Right. It doesn't really make too much sense. But then you get in the second half, you get his backstory with. Like the British murdered his, pretty much his entire tribe, so it also doesn't make sense for a little while. But then you get into his motive that um, his dad made him promise that he would uh, deliver weapons to the the general population, right? Like get get weapons out to the Indians so they can fight back, right? Um, and that was his goal in being part of the British army was uh, to move up. And then to be ahead of weapons, so he could smuggle them to the general population, get the weapons to them. Um, so, <laughs> um, so it, it's cool to see um, that kind of make more sense now. That you know, you have this side, you have Rom trying to get it and the weapons to the people, and then you have Beam. So it's like their fight makes more sense, and Rom's like dilemma right. also makes a lot more sense. Right. Yeah. Uh, but. I I liked it, and then you were sort of talking about, like, the sheep thing, but this is sort of, again, an allegory for this, like, really long mythological story called, like, the story of Lord uh, Ramayana, and so there's so much aspects to it, but essentially in the story, um, uh, Lord Ram, his wife Sita gets, like, kidnapped by, like, an evil demon, and so he, like, crosses the ocean into, like, the demon's kingdom to save her, and so... Um, that's that's clearly a reference, you know, or this movie clearly references that by having Rom's um his like girlfriend or his fiance be called Sita, you know. So that that was, that was very clearly something they wanted Indian audiences to know. I think you know international audiences. That's not something that's like very easily expanded on. But I did I did appreciate that. But obviously the Ramayana is like one of the biggest mythological stories in India. So that's something that a lot of us noticed. But you know, let's let's get into um romance of this movie a little i think the romance in this movie is very undercooked because you have beam and jenny who are i like they're, they're cute on screen but i think that was sort of unnecessary i think jenny's real purpose was one okay we need like a good british person so we can sell this to international audiences and two we need a reason for beam to be able to get into like yeah. the governor scott's compound yeah. and then Rom and Sita is just like, oh, you know, we have a character named Rom. Let's just make his romance character Sita. 
and then we can just have like another pretty face i guess for like the indian market and so it really felt like both those girls didn't really do anything in this movie and like i'm not i'm not expecting like a like like, a, like an avengers endgame moment where they all like team up or whatever but it really just it, it felt like they they forced those characters into there and i i don't think you could take them out but i i do think that you could have worked on on that romance a bit i liked i liked beam and jenny it was i know it wasn't super important mm-hmm. um and i i didn't even think about it but if you don't have jenny in the movie you don't have beam getting in and seeing yeah. that the girl was there but i think it was i think it was a pretty funny mm-hmm. like part of the movie because that was all part of the the friendship montage so there's just the the little jokes with beam rom trying to help translate for him and all that and it's just it's very like lighthearted, and I know it's not supposed to be a lighthearted movie, mm-hmm. but I feel like also what you said that Jenny needs to be the good British person to help sell this to international yeah. audiences. I think also adding in that little bit of humor here and there sells it to international audiences mm-hmm. because the theater we saw it in in Knoxville, how many how many people would you say were there? There were like five me? before us. No, there were no. more than us. No, there there was like a solid. I would 30. say not thirty. No, it was like it bro was like, can't count. It was, it was like it was 20, like, 20. It was, it was, yeah, I'd it say was 20. Probably like 20 people. Probably. I'd say 20. Yeah. Um and they they all laughed during those scenes. So I think yeah. it's I think it's another good way to sell it, but I I just personally enjoyed it. Well, okay. and, I might and, be talking about myself here. <laughs> well, I think me more for is like they never talk to each other. Like, like I I get the whole thing of like different cultural backgrounds everything and, and that's that's cool. But um just the fact that uh well, they don't like, speak the same language. Well, I know, no, 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 that's the thing. <laughs> they, they like the entire time, uh, she's like talking to him, and he's standing there just smiling, and he's like, "I don't know what you're saying." Right. It's like he just says that over and over again, yeah. and so yeah. does she. And it, it's just like it makes for funny moments, but yeah. I think I think if you wanted to pay off that joke. Have her show up at the end, or just like know a bit of Telugu or whatever. Yeah, just like like at the end, because it's like because at the end there's like a shot of them holding hands, and I'm like. How is this gonna work out? Yeah. You ran away with this absolute like. They go and need. Well, a... you know when she does speak Telugu, when in the ending song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, you know what? I guess I guess that's a that's as good as any segment we're gonna. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. No, no, but you know, I did want to talk about the soundtrack a bit. So, uh, I guess let's talk about the musical segment songs, and then we can talk about the original score songs. So the the musical segment songs, it's the friendship song, which is called Dosti. Not to, not to, um, and then the ending, which is essentially called Etherogenda, and it's like the the best way I could describe it that I described to my friends. It's imagine if at the end of Tom Cruise or at the end of Top Gun, the end of Tom Cruise, the end at the end of Tom Cruise, but at the end of Top Gun, Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer do a song and dance about how cool the thirteen original United States are. That's essentially what this ending uh, song was. But uh, what was y'all's opinion on like the the musical segments? I didn't movie. think I would like them, mm-hmm. but I did. We've already talked about Natu Natu. Right. I really liked that. Um, I think my personal favorite, other than Natu Natu, of course, is the song when Beam is getting whipped. Right. Which, it was kind of funny. Um, I turned to you during that. I was like, I don't remember anything from the second half. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you don't remember this yeah. part. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's very Passion of the Christy. I think I'm, I think that's a valid comparison. to. It's a cool scene. Well, no, yeah. it's, he's well, getting whipped. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> a, it's cool that he's, like, starts okay, singing. Yeah, in the, yeah, 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 no, it's yeah. not cool <laughs> no, that he's no, getting no. whipped. Yeah, we, we haven't even talked about that. that and that's Rom, too. Like, yeah, Rom. So Rom yes. is, is whipping him. 
and because he's he's essentially he's saying okay beam you kneel in front of all these people and it's like we won't hurt you and beam throughout the entire thing is essentially so um beam it sort of translates into like the sun of the earth or like um the earth's sun and it's so he's singing a song about how like oh if i kneel how like then i don't deserve the name of beam and i think that was it was such a, it's a very good song my my brother cried the first time he saw that scene um it's really intense it is yeah and yeah, it, so, yeah. Y'all, y'all can get it to you. No, I don't oh, no, sorry, sorry. I was <laughs> just, just agreeing. Yeah. yeah, but it's just, you know, it's such a it's such a good song. Um, and, you know, it really, because, like, the song that Ramen Beamer in right before this is Natu Natu. So it really goes from them dancing alongside each other I to didn't even think of that to and the friendship song and the friendship song, friendship and, song. but but the entirety of the friendship song there's a there's a segment in the friendship song where they're like walking next to each other and in the middle there's like barbed wire like imaginary barbed wire mm-hmm. and it's like they're they're really hiding who they are to become these friends yeah and then so afterwards you know Rom goes out of his way to save Beam and Beam's like okay this guy really does care about me so. Uh, the the way they uh, so re, so Beam breaks into the prison, and so the way they find each other is they sort of do like the first few notes of Natsu Natsu that they just like hit it on the ground and they just like repeat that so they can find each other in the that's prison. That's what that was. Yeah, yeah like it was. Echo, I didn't realize it was Natsu Natsu. I thought it was. I thought they were just well, hitting the like, ground. W- like when he puts the steel drum on the dude's yeah. set or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, so, There's a lot of stuff I didn't. I, in that movie. I, we can rewatch it the third time if you want. But yes. But again. <laughs> again. Again. But let's talk about the uh, the ending song. So the one that played during the credits. Uh, what was y'all's thoughts on that? I guess as like an, an international market, because to me it's it's a celebration of like, oh, here are all the freedom fighters who you know sacrificed their life for India's independence. But uh, what was y'all's opinion? It's pretty cool, and they got the the director. In yes, there. the director that's shows fun. up. I didn't know that the first time, and then when we were watching it in Knoxville, Vivek turned to me and was like, "That's the director." And I think that makes it a lot he, cooler. He makes a cameo, not in the movie we the other movie we saw of his ego, but ego. the movie. Right after his, uh, right after Ego, he's made a cameo in every single one of his movies. That's really cool. So yeah, uh, what what was y'all's uh, thoughts on the song uh, Nathan and Will? I don't know if y'all spoke about it. Um, I don't like I I don't I know a lot of history and stuff. Right. Like, so I I didn't get the historical mm-hmm. part of it, but I'm, I I, th- I thought it was a cool song. It's it's definitely a a way to keep you through the credits as well. Right. Like it's. At the end of Marvel movies, sometimes you have to sit there and watch all the credits until you finally get the end scene. Uh-huh. I kind of thought it was cool how they like merged the two together. Right. I really like this. I mean, I I'm in the same boat as Nathan. I don't I don't know that much about the history of it. Right. But I think it's just a really catchy song. I really like the dance sequence in it. Right. And you pointed out they got a whole different set for that. Yes. They, That's really cool. They built a set. They got a fog machine. Um, we touched upon this a bit earlier. Jenny shows up, like Jenny's actress shows up. So Rom Beam, the director, <laughs> uh, Rom's father, Sita all show up, and then Jenny shows up. I'm not against, like, I, I want to say this. We were just confused. Yeah, I'm not against, <laughs> like, Jenny's actress. Like, she's not a bad actress, obviously. Like, she didn't do, she didn't do she anything did wrong. But, like, like you know, I was like, and, and she's lip syncing to, like, Telugu lyrics, and I'm like, okay, 
if you really wanted someone to be with Beam, why not have it be like, like, like I guess like Beam was Beam like in the song, someone to represent like Beam's side. Why not have the little girl that yeah. came back? And that's you know, I was I was just confused. I was, I didn't understand why they sort of called in Jenny. I guess she was like, I guess she, her actress was big enough that they like they wanted to call her in, but. You know, it, it really just confused me more than anything. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, let's let's just get into the, the final segments uh, that I, I sort of wanted to ask. I was able to convince y'all to watch R because of the wheel. But um, if you could, like, because like, I know Will has sort of tried, but if you... I'm trying again. Yeah, if you could, how could you, like, convince your friends to watch this movie? My plan is this summer I'm going to text my friends and say show up at my house at 8 o'clock we're watching a movie uh-huh. and not tell them what it is until we start uh-huh. because I know if I tell them what it is they're going to be like no I don't I don't want to watch that but if I let them watch that first scene we were talking about where Rom goes into the crowd of 10,000 right. 100% they're going to sit and watch the rest of the three hours right yeah it, it's a movie that you don't know that you want to see mm-hmm. but it's like whenever it starts like oh th- this is a good movie it's like even if you don't think that you'll like the movie very much like just sit down and start it, and I don't know. I'll, I'll see what I can do. Give it see 20 what, minutes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, I talked with my parents about it after because uh, I told them we watched the movie, and they are like, what did you watch? And I, like, tried to explain it. Uh-huh. Um, but so I think my dad is going to watch it at some point on Netflix. Or he said he saw it on Netflix. So yes. I think Netflix is uh, probably, since it was around Oscars time, they were probably promoting it. Um, so I think that helps is just like seeing it, mm-hmm. uh, it just being there. Right. If, would there be any particular like scene that y'all would try to show anybody like one single scene? Ooh. Fire and water. Fire and water. The final water, cl- I, the intermission scene. Yeah. If yeah. I were trying to convince them to watch it, I wouldn't show fire and water mm-hmm. because I don't want to, I don't want to show something too far in right. to where it spoils it. Yeah. I don't, I, I would probably go for the, the bridge right. because it's, a good combination of like wacky physics and like really cool mm-hmm. to yeah. where you could show them and they'll probably be like, Oh, that's, that's actually really yeah. cool. Yeah. And it sort of shows off the bromance. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, again, I just want to say, uh, before we end, uh, this episode, thank you so much, Will, Nathan and Alex for joining me to talk about this movie. Of course. Uh, yes, to, sir. thank to- you for having me on R- R- real talk. All right. But <laughs> to, <laughs> I told you I was going to yeah. do it. To, to all those who are interested in watching this movie, uh, the Hindi dub of RR is available on Netflix. If you are so inclined to watch it, please do. It's an amazing film in do my it. opinion. Do it. do it. It is. It's just phenomenal. But thank you all, Friday Night listeners, for joining us here on Real Talk. Hope you guys all enjoyed that episode of Real Talk. For late listeners, check your podcast player of choice for the full episode. And make sure to follow Weagle FM on Instagram. Thank you and have a great night.